Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. What would be more embarrassing, your girlfriend walking in and finding you masturbating, watching like midget porn or something, or your girlfriend walking in and finding you doing a podcast? Oh, a podcast, definitely. <laughs> like I've tried to keep the podcast hidden from Liz for yeah. uh, for years now. Right, uh, so hidden that we literally had her on. Um, no, it's a uh, if I I'm, it is curious if your girlfriend doesn't know that you have one, and she catches you making it. I mean, that would be pretty fucking embarrassing because yeah. you're probably keeping it hidden from her for a reason, you know, it's if probably it's like, like a, some, if it's like a shitty like D&D podcast or something. Well, OK, what's more oh. embarrassing? Though? It was more embarrassing, like a, a nerdy like we're going to talk about nerdy shit podcast or a political podcast. That's the real question. I think the most the worst one would be one where you're like cosplaying despite it being audio, you're still dressed up uh, as like a steampunk. Like it's like D and D, but it's like steampunk specifically. And yeah. you're like, like you're in a relationship with one of the other podcasters you're doing it with. Like the one girl you're like in, ingratiated with her and like, Oh, my character, honey wants to fuck her. Not me. Like that's it. You know? <laughs> yeah. All those love letters you found her. That's part of the character, you know? Those graphic, show. those graphic like writings I've done about my, my character fucking her. That's that's all about, part of the show. About my character penetrating her over and over in every orifice. About my yes, about my character getting her pregnant and then forcing her to get an abortion. That's part of the, that's part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that does, it, having a married couple definitely during D and D is a is a very interesting and kind of crappy dynamic uh did you ex- have to experience that yeah i've experienced that before whoa so. wait, wait wait tell us about it uh so it was just like some friends uh uh from well not friend not my friends but not anymore no yeah not since <laughs> it was some night. friends that uh lee met at work and he was like hey come over we're doing dnd i said sure so I can't. I went over and they were doing D and D, and they had like a long running campaign, but they kind of did like a one off. And one guy was just Pickle Rick. They were all like autistic <laughs> as shit, but one of them was like two of the people were like a married couple with uh with children, and w- like the girl kept hitting on my character, and oh, uh, yeah, it was a very interesting dynamic to say the least. So, what was your character in this situation? Pickle Rick, you just said. No, not mine. Um, I was like a, I don't know, I was like an elf or something. I don't remember. I was like the twin brother of somebody. Yeah. You were her twin brother and she was trying to have sex. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I like the, well, like, I mean, I played like RPGs and stuff, all that when I was younger. I'm still interested in it. It's just, I don't know if I could handle people doing like the voices like if I would just sit there like sort of like wanting to make fun of them. (laughs) I did have a really good experience though. Like one day they were like, uh, it was one of those kind of like pre-made campaign things where, um, like the, the guy who is the dungeon master or whatever, he would like, you know, go, Oh, okay. Um, here's your character. You're like a, this, you're a, this or whatever. And you get to pick like some pre-made characters. And we were all, um, like a mercenary group that was all cat people. I forgot what the okay. cat people are called. I think they're called kobolds or something, but uh, we were all cat people. And um, so we were trying to get into a town because we were sent to investigate this thing and the guards were racist against cat people. Mm-hmm. So we had to find a way to sneak around, but there was only one entrance to the town. Right. And, and it that was, entrance was called the middle passage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so I was. We were trying to get around, and I was like, "We have a wagon, right?" And uh, the dungeon master was like, "Yeah." I said, "Does it have a tarp on it?" He's like, "Yeah." I said, "Cat people are smaller than normal, right?" He's like, "Yeah, they're like half the size of humans." I said, "Okay, I'm strong, right? I'm a barbarian guy." He's like, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, I'm gonna take the tarp off of the 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 uh, wagon." 
and I'm going to put another guy on my shoulders and we're going to put the tarp over. So it was literally two guys in a trench coat and we were trying to get into the, the thing that way. <laughs> was it successful? No. Oh, uh, was it like, did you also be like, also his cock is to my mouth. Yeah. Like, I'm on bottom. Right. That's part of it. Uh, yeah. I would love to do like a pre-made, like I'm the dungeon master. It's like, okay. Uh, you're this, this, also you're gay. Um, that, <laughs> that will be relevant. Um, everyone yeah. know that Josh in this campaign is gay. Yeah. Um, are we talking about news? What are we talking about? Near Tandon becoming Joe I was, Biden? I was going to talk about real quick uh, in the uh, because we're talking about role playing. Um, so for when I was in grad school, for the longest time, my Gmail account, like my Google account, or whatever. Like I made it first when it was just like just your YouTube account. And then because the great octopus tendrils of big tech, now that's my Google account is that one. But I made that initially as I was Olfic Stormcloak from Skyrim. <laughs> and I would comment on videos <laughs> as <laughs> this guy. Uh, so that's just what I, my profile picture was that and you know I was like what well, whatever I, I was older I was old enough for this to be deeply embarrassing no matter how long ago it was Correct. Um, so but for the longest time I had that and it didn't really matter because like I didn't really use you know, Gmail that much right or Google Drive or whatever and then I get to grad school and you know I start having to use these things and, but I don't realize that um, like I have a school account. I share everything from a school account, but every now and then I would share something from my regular Google account. And I didn't realize that it would be from, it would say from Olfic Stormcloak. It would have <laughs> a name and have the profile picture all right there. I didn't fucking know that. Right. And I remember sharing like a, like I was, you know, transcribing a new newspaper article or something. And I shared it with my uh, professor I was helping and then he's like, oh, thanks, Cole. Um, by the way, I assume that Ulfric Stormcloak is like some fantasy thing. And I was like, what? Uh, oh, no. no. Um, so you had no idea at all that this was that, going on. No, and I probably I had probably shared more things with that. But no uh, one was like, everyone's just too embarrassed for me to tell me. And so I did that once. Then I did it again before oh. I actually changed it. Would you end up changing it too, so you can just say me, never, so, just me, oh, okay. like a picture of me and my name, like Cole M on it or whatever? But um, not, yeah, not Oathbringer Destroyer. Yeah, life. no, no. I made. Uh, I have my other twenty alts are fantasy characters, and you can find them on YouTube uh, videos. Just fan fiction yeah. where they've all interacted together. Yeah, absolutely. In this, that would you know, be a that would be a good burner Twitter account. Um, uh, stop listening, everybody! But it would be a good a burner Twitter account to be like racist Olford Stormcloak or whatever. Well, just the, the character then, because he is. Yeah, he's like a Nord or something. I guess. Mm-hmm. Cole, your microphone keeps rustling against something. Okay, it's either your chest or your beard. I it's can't. Definitely tell. the beard. Okay. Uh, I bet I can fix that. That better. I just won't move as much, maybe. You sound like I'm, like, scraping a Christmas tree. Okay. With the microphone. Uh, okay. What do I <laughs> it do? It might be better if you just hold the mic. Okay, I'll hold it up here like a jerk-off. Um, <laughs> like I'm still hearing look. it. What are like, you talking take, about? Take the one headphone out, the, that headphone. Yeah. Take it out, and now just hold the mic, and it won't do, do that. this? I, I have you guys in mono right now. This sucks. <laughs> All right, but you know what? You know what? Anything for the production, I'll just do this. I look like an asshole. You don't know how much better it sounds. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so near a tandem. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, there's been news. Things have happened. That's about it. <laughs> near a tandem. That's it, folks. That's yeah, like the, remind everyone why we hate near a tandem. Isn't she just like a shit neoliberal or something? I don't know. She um. She for was like chair of the Center for American Progress, which is this uh, pack, I think, super pack that is like one of these like or it's like a think tank. It's one of these. Like, yeah, like neoliberal uh, constructs that it's basically like, well, she's most notable for basically getting wine drunk and posting through it um, because she's like um, 
like the type to be like, oh, this um, like what there's one pretty infamous encounter where like someone was like responded to a post she made pointing out like like, oh, you know, you've hear poll numbers showing that this is incorrect or whatever. And then like she just starts sort of viciously going after them at like three in the morning. And <laughs> this this account, it's like near I'm like a grad student. Like why? Like why? Like why are you going this hard? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's like that's sort of besides her like her political profile, which is to yeah basically have this think tank. She's in charge of it, or um, she was. I don't think she will be do, during this position. But um, it's one of those like um, uh, like the, the most recent thing I remember from them is their report on like Islamophobia in America when they published that a few years ago. This was when Bloomberg was running and people noted that literally like there was a section about Bloomberg's uh, time as mayor, stop and frisk, all that stuff. And then after he made a contribution to cap to, you know, uh, they removed it. So Mm -hmm. it's one of it's like organization like that kind of like, which takes ideas and uh, other sort of, Maybe you would say progressive stuff and launders it through um, like establishment politics. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, yeah. And other things, I don't know what she's held like politically or as like an official person and done. But I know from that, like uh, those interactions, like that's what I know more so than anything but and people are just like uh they were making fun of the fact that um warren like gave up every like she she was everyone was saying that if like she would have just shut the fuck up and like with for bernie then bernie probably would have like found her a place oh yeah absolutely his cabinet and then uh biden just like didn't even give them that you know didn't even give her that yeah and and the the position she's been appointed to uh, is like a budget budgetary position. Um, it's something that like Warren would have been sort of uh, like, you know, quote unquote good in um, and where she probably would have been put that or like treasury secretary. But because, you know, obviously it's uh, she has the worst political instincts of all time. She, she gets nothing right. We all get nothing, but especially her, she gets to like watch other people get appointed. <laughs> she gets doubly and then, nothing. And then, yeah, have to like, have to like, you know, quote tweet like, oh yeah, I know she's great. She's powerful. She's a strong woman who spent like 60% of the last five years, like having like, um, like fights with people on Twitter, which respect, you know, obviously that's real, <laughs> that's real politics there as full praxis, but it's it's incredible that like I've ingratiated myself on that side of Twitter, the irony side of Twitter so much yeah. that I don't ever see like any politician besides like AOC. And it's just like people being like, oh, give me those feedies, AOC. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't see any so like politician. Dis- you've distilled your political content down to very, very fine. You've cut out all the chaff right at this yeah. point. You're just getting the pure, pure politics right into your veins. Yeah. Yeah. So typically, like, I'll find this stuff when one of the more serious accounts I follow or something will post something. that will be like, hey, mm-hmm. Biden did this. And I'll be like, oh, wait. And I'll look it up. And, you know, how I normally get my news, which is on Twitter, uh, look, by finding something and then looking it up afterwards. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the rest of the time, it's just um, people calling each other slurs. or <laughs> <laughs> Which is what Twitter was set out to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That a hosting ground, a forum, if you will, for people to it's so, yell at each other. It's so weird too, because I was like scrolling through the followers the other day, and I saw that like I have a bunch of like rose rose emoji um, like zoomers that follow me, and then like mm-hmm. you scroll past that, and it's just like irony brothers, and then like there's some Bernie Bros, there's like the the zoomers who are rose emoji DSA people, and then you keep scrolling, and it's like irony people some philosophy people it's like a wide plethora and then after that is all the corporate accounts that follow you like miramax um weinstein picture lionsgate <laughs> lionsgate did follow me yes but but they they actually unfollowed me recently and i was like was it saying to was it my picture of the gorillas that say kill women on it or um 
some intern had the job of going through their like who they follow on Twitter and they're like, we follow, you know, like other movie pictures. We follow Harvey Weinstein or whoever. But we also follow this guy, Matt McCadden. Yeah. <laughs> I also I had this interaction recently, which was like I, I posted on the timeline. I said, I'm going to take all the tweets that I like and compile them into the new Encyclopedia Britannica. And fucking no likes, one comment. And the comment is from Encyclopedia Britannica that said, send us a copy. <laughs> oh, my Incredible, God. Matt. Just You're poison. reaching your target audience. Like, it's yeah. a one-for-one one hit. You've done your due diligence. You've they, didn't even, they didn't even give it a like, too. That's what fucking killed me about yeah, if, it. If you reply to something, you got you have to like the reply. Like, that's to just... To be fair, I've replied to many things that I haven't clicked like on. But yeah, oh, yeah, this but motherfucker like doesn't a, do Twitter etiquette at all. Yeah. <laughs> is 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 uh is replying to a tweet and and not liking it like just spitting in your face essentially. I mean pretty much. If you like the tweet but don't like it, then it's pretty much a spit in the face. Yeah. If you if you reply like, oh this is hilarious, or you reply like send us a copy and is a corporate account. Something witty, you have to like the fucking When's the protest, Matt? Tell us when we're protesting outside of the halls of Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. Well, you know, well, no, the intern got canned probably because they were like, well, I mean, you like this. I mean, have you looked? Did you look at any of the other tweets he's got? Like, yeah. Like, at any, like, uh, like I, I love the idea of like Richard Spencer or something tweeting out about that and then be like, oh, Richard, oh, so there's a copy, you know. Yeah. The, uh, the, the tweet that probably got the intern fired that they found on mine was the uh, the little Italian boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Did you see Which, this? Oh, remind the, me that the that. Italian boy in a wheelchair. No. Oh. Oh. And his disability is he's Italian. <laughs> yeah. Explain that real quick, Matt. Yeah. So it was just a, a it was a one of those like heartwarming stories, and it was like he's overcome this disability and he was like in a wheelchair, like he couldn't talk. And his, it was like, his mother's like, in the video. And I'm like, his disability was being Italian. And then a bunch of spaghetti and Dago wops <laughs> found my fucking post. And we're like, Oh no, why are you so Italy? We're so sorry. Well, you have to remember Italians are a protected class. They're basically their own race at this point. Italian X. <laughs> you can't say was that <laughs> was that real the Italian X thing I don't know that's the thing like uh, it's it's hard to figure out what's it, it's hard to figure out three things what's real what's irony and what's a CIA psyop like yeah because like I saw that and I, I at first I thought okay this is like a very like like funny like someone just made this like just threw a dartboard at like and uh, identity and added X to it. Like, ah, it's funny, discourse. And then, but I've seen it so many times now, and I'm like, apparently it comes from a, like, Instagram account that I'm not familiar with. So, like, I mean, is it real? Like, or is there someone doing that? Because, like, honestly, it's pretty cool. <laughs> like, I'm for it. If, a per- if we start using Italian X? Yes. Because then I think it, it further othering them is good. Uh, we want to add more slogans, more terms to them, uh, add more X's uh, and make sure that uh, there is uh, no way they could ever be mistaken for uh, a, a, a real human being. Um, so that's uh, maybe take that X, uh, add a couple more lines to it, maybe make a, like another object out of it and then like place it on them, you know. So we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Create a program that, uh, yeah, we've, we got an Italian problem. And we bro- could, brother, have we got the solution? We could create mm-hmm. a database where we, you know, log every Italian American in the United States and we, we take them to a golden corral. <laughs> oh no. Like a, like an olive garden. Maybe we have like, you know, a series of camps where there's an olive garden and then around <laughs> it, there's, a. A nice fence. A giant. Oh, there's a giant pizza oven, and we fuel it with, <laughs> with Italian with pizzas, <laughs> with pizza pies. Pizza Americans, yeah, yeah, disgusting, disgusting people. Just like, anyway. uh, but but so okay, so Joe Biden has shown anyway 
the only news that I've come up with is Joe Biden has shown uh, incredible resolve uh, through his ankle injury, twisting right. his fucking Shattering ankle. Shattering his ankle, trying to like chase his dog down and strangle it. That's we're going to start seeing, we're going to, as we get closer to inauguration and his, in his first year, we're going to see more and more stories come out about Joe Biden feeling a little under the weather today. Is he going to keel over? Possibly. Maybe. And then yeah, those stories call, are just yeah. going to keep coming out. And eventually he's going to be like, I, I'm giving it to, to Kamala. I'm just going to yeah. give it to her. First of all, the story of like, oh, he broke it while playing with his dog. I don't believe that. Uh, what I think is that every night, like any other president, um, like, I mean, like Brock, Brock taught him how to do this. So you let the dog loose, you get on your all fours, you chase the dog down. And if you catch it, then dinner. And if you don't, then the dog continues on. See, um, Bo, Major, all these dogs, they're a series of, of, of replacements, you know, because uh, if you don't know, if you do this every night, eventually you're going to get pretty good at it, you know. Like Obama was like knocking him down. Like the last that last month of his presidency, like <laughs> they they were running out of places to put all the bones, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, Biden like yeah shattered his ankle, and then yeah, I, I I foresee a couple more where it's like oh Joe is trying to eat a jawbreaker, and now he's like his he broke his front teeth. He's out out of the picture <laughs> for a while. Um, he tried to uh, throw a fastball to um, to Bo. Um, not realizing that Bo is, is continues to be dead, uh, and <laughs> threw his elbow out. Uh, you know all these things. Uh, tried to like do a push up contest and just like shit his pants. Like uh, you know, a series of events that will put him out of commission. More like n- like not that he's in commission ever, um, but just out of the public eye, I guess. Right. You know? It's gonna put him. It's gonna put him so far out of commission that Adderall can't get him near commission. <laughs> Yeah, like the cocktail of like Adderall speed and like child spinal fluid they give them before the debates, like to get them nice and lively. Yeah, that's not that, even that's not gonna work anymore. Yeah, did you guys see the the meme? And it was um, it was Joe Biden as a horse, and then it was Kamala putting him down. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. oh, I did not see that. Because like you know when horses twist their ankles, it's like over for them, so you got to put them down or whatever. It's I foresee like. Uh, a misery situation where like Kamala just acts as like Joe's like he's going to have a car accident and then she's going to put him up in like a cabin somewhere like oh no this will be better he'll convalesce here than at a hospital and then you know once he like crawls out of bed to try and like watch Jeopardy or something she'll snap his ankle with a sledgehammer and then you know uh, just keep him there and he's going to have to like write a novel to get out that's how that book goes anyway um, so also, okay. Just rattling off the, the few news stories that like my retarded brain can kind of keep in, in its head. Uh, Trump is, he gave the Thanksgiving speech when he named the, the turkeys. And <laughs> yes, I do have to say, when he named, wait, when he named them. Yeah. He named them corn and cob and he's like, you get it. That's yeah, it's clever. <laughs> but he also said that Thanksgiving is a very. He said it's a very special day for turkeys. Well, some day, some of them aren't so special or whatever. <laughs> or, or it's a yeah, very yeah, like, aren't a special so lucky. day, but it's not a very good day. For yeah, Trump, which is true. Um, so my man is working. Is he's going to revitalize his career after you know his loss? He took the L. He's taking it gracefully, right? Saying you know, no, shit okay. like he's taking <laughs> no, it completely <laughs> gracefully, being yeah. like, oh no, like I completely lost. Like Joe Biden rigged the election. Stop the count. Oh, yeah, stop the count because it's over. I lost. <laughs> in all, yeah, in all, in all caps, being like rigged election. You know, it doesn't count. We're having lawyers contact Georgia, Pennsylvania, like you know, just taking the L gracefully. And he's going to revitalize it. He's going to come back even stronger. As He's got two things in the pipeline. Podcast host, but here it is. Bird-themed comedian. Yeah. He's working he on his bird material. Birds. Yeah. You know, talking about windmills, talking about Thanksgiving, you know, naming the turkeys corn and cob. You get it? And he's just going to go up there and just crush. Mm-hmm. And he's going to start um, a, a podcast yeah. that's going to have a Patreon that, and he's going to make like $47,000 a month on Patreon. 
Oh, he made more than that. Yeah. He uh, honestly with like, I mean that like build the wall, GoFundMe got like millions. And the guy who like, you know, did that is, was some like grifter in a wheelchair. Not, not saying that's relevant, just that, you know, um, Oh no, you're I saying he up, did it because he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. He wanted to walk again. Uh, no, um, <laughs> that guy like used all that money on like buying a, a wheelchair accessible yacht and all this other stuff. Um, so yeah, like if Trump started a podcast, which was like 10 minutes of him, like trying to read a newspaper and then giving up and then spending 50 minutes just, you know, pulling from like the, the, the stack of like dementia addled stories he's got. Yeah. He'd be like a million dollars a month, you know, easy. Well, I think unintentionally you mentioned our podcast without the money. Like if you oh. take away the whole getting money aspect, that's essentially us. We're, yeah, we're a cave. We're, we're trying to read a newspaper. We can't. We can't. We just yeah, we can't make with, uh, yeah. the tales to regale you yeah. with. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I th- oh, yeah. I was thinking bad when you said like the uh, he's taking it gracefully. I was thinking of like there's got to be some resistance like lib account that like takes Trump's tweets and then edits them to be like, uh, uh, I won the election by a lot. Uh, and then it's like well, it, was, it was something Joe Biden would say because he did win um, something like that. Right. Like rid- rigged election. It would be something I would say if I were a good uh, weren't a bad president, you know, like some shit like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I was, it's almost like that comedian chick who just does the TikToks of mouthing Trump or whatever, like taking some of his speeches, you know, uh, Sarah Cooper. It's almost like Sarah Cooper. Yeah. Right. Which, who, like, who, according to that one article, uh, created a comedy career off of the president and could be could have been the thing that cost <laughs> him the election. Yeah. This woman yeah. you've literally never heard of. Uh, if you like this woman who like um, like like I, I was only familiar with her from like occasionally she would be annoying on Twitter. And so people would be like, oh, this is annoying. And I'd be like, yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Who is this person? Do I need to think about this further? No. OK. And then she had a show like, well, it's funny. Like, I mean, let's say let's say. All right. We take away everything. Let's say we consider that she did win the election for the Democrats. Right. Let's say that did happen. Then um, that's like the worst career mo- move you could make. Because like that's yeah. like, you know, that's fact, I would be surprised if she donated. You know, if all the like like Colbert and all those people like what are we going to talk about? Yeah. You know, like the like I love like the Bar Camel. Like I can't wait to stop thinking about this. Well, like no, you can't. Like this, what are you going to talk about otherwise? Right. Like they love like the, it's an endless pinata. It's an endless horse that never quite dies. So you can you can wring out content from it day after day after day. You know. So like yeah, it's I, I don't foresee that being like a oh oh thank God we can return for them anyway. Um, I don't know. I, I have a it's kind of a toss up, I think, if culture, like as far as like movies or comedy, whatever, gets better after Trump is gone. I don't know. I, I feel like, though, like he's never like like how he's just going to be like the anti president. now. Like he's never going to be gone fully. Like he's going to go to like like Mar-a-Lago and tweet all the time. And so uh, there you go. There's more content. So like. It's not until he dies that I think we're going to see any end to like this content mill, which, you know, thankfully his sons are brain dead and not nearly as funny or cool as him. So <laughs> that'll be the end of it. Yeah, they made that Comey movie or whatever recently. Right. And it was the yeah. they had Brendan Gleeson play uh, and Trump. And then someone commented yeah. and they said that Trump, you don't realize how like unique looking Trump is and how weird looking he is yeah. to get someone <laughs> try and play him. I, which what I've heard um, from reviews is that Brendan Gleeson does like a good job of like acting as him, like getting his mannerisms and like his uh, like stuff down. It, but it's true. Yeah. No one, no one actually looks like him. Uh, and I feel like if you try then I don't know. It's kind of better to just be like, to like not look like him at all and not try to. Otherwise, you'll get like Alec Baldwin like on SNL, which just looks like to- total shit. Yeah. So what else? What else we got, folks? What if 
Alec Baldwin and this lady, right? They're both the reason Trump is gone. Like yeah. they're combined. Like it's like something about his shitty impression and her like wh- whatever, like Tosh.0, but for like resist- resistance libs, like something about it just touched the American consciousness. And like, well, she just she does totally a shitty. This. She, yeah. Her stick is she does a, a shitty impression, too. Right. But yeah. it's not like it's not like her impression. She's just mouthing the thing like she's just doing the funny the, the quote quote unquote funny thing, yeah. you know, where she's mouthing Trump and then like acting out whatever he's saying or doing. Right. And it's so funny hearing a different person's voice come from a different person while they're doing different things. Yeah. I love that it, shortcut to like doing an impression. And it's just like, well, I'll just like he'll just talk and then I'll like like you know, kind of like do an interpretive like, dance while he does it. Come town is more creative by calling songs gay and using gay and suck my dick and stuff. And in, in the songs, <laughs> yeah, at least you're, you're adding something because you know? you're creating something. Yeah. Which something is like better than the parts of its whole. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty impressive how non-creative that is. It's like, um, I think someone said it best where it's like you, we need to start telling people that like, being loud and like animated and obnoxious isn't funny because like that's yeah. what like that's what like these theater kids these like liberals who you know went to like performing art school or whatever they think is really funny is when people are like uh you, you know like that's that's the comedy to them like that one guy who's like uh or it, it was around that same time when when that that chick was in the car and she was like we gotta get a fascist out of the white house <laughs> Okay, champ. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just love like like uh there's like a certain type of person who it's like as soon as they speak, it's like something it's like you don't even need to think about it. It's like, yeah, I would just like swerve this car into like a concrete embankment and just turn us both into powder. I would do it immediately. It would be great. Yeah. Like like you don't even have to like go through why you don't like them or like why what they're saying is annoying. It's, you don't need to think about any of that. It's just it'd be like a, a flip is switched. The car is going over 100 miles per hour and I'm just I'm just yanking it to the left. Like we're going in the oncoming traffic lane. We're taking someone else out with us. You know, I do think the only thing your significant other could catch you doing that is more embarrassing than a podcast is doing a recording in your car. (laughs) Imagine that situation where you're in your car, you've got the foam propped up on maybe a tripod. Maybe you spent money on this. There's a production value to it. And then your honey, your, your wife just sees you in the car rambling like a madman. There's like a video of you in your car being like, like no, I didn't. I didn't like the that man, the Krispy Kreme. Like I didn't take no donuts. You know, um, I throw hands. Like you, you come at me, dog, right? And then like there's another video of you just wildly gesticulating in your car seat, and like the muffled sounds of you yelling from your significant other. You know. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'll tell you what's even worse than that. Here we go. <laughs> we'll just delve into this. What's even worse than that is a. Uh, doing comedians and cars getting coffee or whatever, or doing the, the, the singing thing that fucking what's his face does. What's that guy's name? That fat gay dude, James Corden. <laughs> Being James Corden's more embarrassing than both doing a podcast and <laughs> doing a rant. Yeah. I don't know. My mom, my mom sends me all the comedians and cars and James Corbin stuff when that was like really big. She's dude, really into that. So like, funny. Yeah. Dude, I watch I watch car karaoke, you know, I'll admit it. I was in a car karaoke and thought, wow, this is so good. Ariana Grande, Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers. I mean, Justin he has everybody Bieber. on. Yeah. Justin Bieber. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a great video of like, like when James Corden had to like slum it in England and do like present like the world's best, like, like, uh, uh, you know, sausage roll award or whatever. But there's one event where he was hosting <laughs> and like Patrick Stewart was there and like Patrick Stewart just like went up and was like, you suck. <laughs> like this is, oh, yeah, we've already talked about this. This is what I busted oh, really? out my, yeah. Cause I busted out my Patrick Stewart impression and you guys started laughing. <laughs> I, I go back to it. Cause it's just like, yeah, like this is like, <laughs> um, <You're> a fat retard. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, James Corden. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I remember that. That's <laughs> yeah. Logan, uh, like stab this man. No, like TikTok is like. So I, I like to uh, watch like um, I don't know YouTube haikus and such. I, I talk about like I'm I'm leaning into like this whole like idea of being like loud equaling funny like that's such like a massive demographic I feel like on the internet as far as like these videos go like Vine was that way too um, where it's like and you know my girlfriend just discovered TikTok so um, I get to like you know. Can she hear me? Uh, your, anyway. your girlfriend discovered TikTok and Discord within a very like, short amount time. of time. So that's Which just, means I don't even want to think I, about I what's going to happen. Ignore, I am ignored right now. I just like uh, the other day I was like the other day I went into I went to another room and like spent an hour in there doing something and I came back and she had like not noticed that I was gone. Like, <laughs> oh, I was talking to my Discord friends. That's <laughs> That's what men say we want in a girlfriend. It's just to like be left alone. But deep down inside, if that actually happens, we're like, yeah. but but where's the attention? Where's That's bullshit? Where's like I want to watch the cook the Christmas cookie challenge together. What the fuck? We, we watched this movie last night at the house, and it was called uh, Holiday. And like probably twenty minutes into the movie, it's like a it was almost like a uh, it was worse than a Hallmark Christmas movie. Like this That's is how what bad I was it gonna is. ask, is it a Hallmark movie? But uh yeah, Ash was like twenty minutes in, she's like, I am so sorry guys, this movie is so gay. <laughs> right? And we're like sitting there watching it and it's uh about this it's about um oh fuck, what's her name? That girl who's um who's Mary Poppins? Oh, oh, oh. Julie Andrews? No. Wait, well, are you talking about the original? Yeah, the original Mary Poppins. Oh, Julie Andrews. Yeah, I think that's her. Okay, her niece. That other that actress? Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. It had Emma Roberts in it, right? But she's, and it's so, she's a niece to... No, this is news to me, Matt. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. So, yes. So, she she's in the movie, and uh, it's got a couple different people. And uh, so... The whole premise is like her going, oh, I, you know, I, I, I'm i tired of like trying to find like dates. I can't find any date for like the holidays or whatever. And so like all of my family's like, you're a fucking loser. And you're, you know, like you're, yeah. you're an old, old woman with a, a shriveled <laughs> a up wound. Yeah. yeah. You basically need to like find a man or whatever. And so to, to relieve the pressure, her like she realizes that her aunt brings what they call her holiday. And so every single holiday, she finds some random guy to just like bring over. Right. To like go on this date. And, right. uh, Emma Roberts, like finds this guy, this Australian dude. who's like, he, he had like a bad experience too. Right. He's like, Oh, I went and this girl just like wanted me to like marry her. Like, on the spot or whatever. So they find each other and then they agree to be each other's holiday. And they're like, we're never, we're not going to, you know, f- catch feelings. And of course they catch feelings and, and everything. But, um, there's this part in the movie where, uh, I've completely forgot where I was going with this. What were we talking about before? <laughs> well, why is it so terrible? Like, this why part. is it terrible? Being left alone, ignored. Oh yeah. yeah. So there's a part where he's like, Oh, the, the reason it doesn't work is you women catch feelings and like you guys just can't let it go. And she's like, well, guys, just, you know, just ignore us. And like you guys just like move on too quickly and blah, blah, blah. Like you guys will move on while talking to the barista or something like that. And then like the of course, the opposite happens. Like he catches feelings and then she's like ignoring those feelings. And well, it's yeah, so there's, yeah. there's a lot of that. Yeah. So you're telling me a nice gentleman gets turned away by a hot girl. I've heard this story like, a thousand so times. Evil. What's hilarious what's hilarious though is throughout the movie they're trying to convince us that Emma Roberts, who is like a very attractive uh lady, they're trying to convince us that she's a fucking loser. And they're like, she's like eating candy. She's like, oh, oh, wow, that's a lot of like candy you're buying on Valentine's Day being alone. And she's like, oh I fucking like she smokes and then her mom's like 
no no man wants a woman who smokes and she's like oh i'm just gonna fucking drink beer and like hang out and they're <laughs> like oh, loser you, you've this gained sounds like a total loser they're like you've gained weight like I'm like, what the fuck? She's like a size zero. This movie sounds so fucking toxic. I love, it's, like, it's so it's, funny too because she's like, when she's like, oh, I don't, I love not having a boyfriend because that means like, you know, I don't have to worry about stuff like shaving. It's like her hair's like perfectly done and she's got like perfect makeup on. I'm like, yeah, you definitely don't shave, honey. <laughs> yeah, you definitely, yeah, you definitely don't do. I love like that. That's their conception of like a girl who's a loser. Like just and just thinking of like how a guy would come across like <laughs> as a loser, like sitting in like a dark room surrounded by like empty McDonald's cups as like. The, the Ted the, Kaczynski manifesto open on yeah, as like the anime cat girl streamer he's watching like says his name when he donates money and he smiles a little bit and yeah. like, like that's like that's what that's a loser and this girl is like yeah I'm having a I'm having a beer like, oh god what a it was like that loser. picture there was, it was like that picture that someone posted where it was like, this is a man trying to write a woman at her lowest. And it was a, like the queen's gambit or whatever. And she's like smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer. And she's just yeah. like, you know, attractive, like glam. She still on. looks really good. Yeah. Like her yeah. hair is kind of all put together. Her makeup's on. It's like, I did see, I saw a post by this one chick and she was like, uh, well, randomly putting makeup on and looking at yourself in the mirror is a trait of a woman being drunk. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I, you want a woman to like physically, I'm uh, uh, speaking as an expert here, to physically come across as low or at a low point, just running mascara, literally, just just like just, just put some on and then boom, you know it. Ah, see, she's been crying. So I get it. In the movie where she's like, which is really weird because like better movies and like even worse movies at some points do do this, but like. She was like, ha, she her her aunt was like, oh here here's pre preemptive um, the fuck is that called like Pepto Bismol but like the antacid. She's like here you go yeah yeah here's like preemptive antacid for this Halloween party because we know you're gonna get like fucked up and you're gonna eat a lot of candy and stuff right. So she like she's like eating the 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 thing. She's like oh here have another one. She's like all right because she's like oh I had too much chocolate. I had like thirty pieces of candy or whatever. Right. And they're, they make this big deal where they're like, oh, let's try and put you into your like slutty. Uh, they call it slutty. I'm not calling it slutty, but they're like, let's put you into your slutty um, pirate costume that your holiday chose for you. And she's like, oh, I, yep, it fits. And it's just like this tiny fucking corset where she's like, oh, God, I'm so oh, fat. Like, look at this, like, look at this fat <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this disgusting piece of disgusting. shit. Disgusting. And she like goes Hollywood out. exec. It's like, why is why is this a joke? It's not funny. She's disgusting, man. Yeah. Me and Ashley kept being like, oh fuck. Like we would never she's like Ashley was like, if if that girl comes up to you at a party, I'd be like, no, please get her away from me. I'm fixing that up. Yeah. So she goes out and she's like going home and uh, it turns out that the, the aunt wasn't giving her antacid. The aunt was giving, or her sister, it wasn't this. Her sister's not giving her antacid. Her sister's giving her laxatives. Uh-oh. So she I has was to, about to. I was about to take a guess. Uh, so, we call them size pills. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that poisoning? Like, are you, like, poisoning someone then? Yeah, she did. She was like, oh, fuck. She didn't realize she, she thought she was giving her antacid. So she goes to the house and has an embarrassing thing where she she poops her pants and then he's like oh my god he's doing this like sweet thing where he's like showering her and she's like don't look at me he's like i'm not wait 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 wait, wait. what she's she's guys giving her a shower like while she's has shit on herself no she well yeah but she's in the bath like naked and he's just like like showering on her back or whatever like a thing right so anyway she's like don't look at me blah 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 don't she's look at like, the shit oh she's my got God. like <laughs> fucked up like smudged like crying mascara yeah. right no that, exactly that's what you need the poop next is secondary scene, you just need, next, the, you need the makeup <laughs> next scene is her in the bed right with him and she's just like oh i was like sorry i ruined your halloween he's like it's whatever and he like lays down this is when they're like trying not to show feelings for each other but they have feelings so he's laying down next to her and she turns to him Full fucking makeup. Oh, of course, because going to movies, bed. women don't take off their makeup. It's always on. like there's nothing when a woman has been 
totally desiccated by just ungodly amounts of diarrhea. There's nothing more she wants to do than to just reapply full face of makeup before bed. <laughs> right, before to, go to, bed, to go to yeah. bed. As someone who has much interactions with women, my girlfriend, every night, diarrhea, makeup, right to bed. Yeah. It's Seems like, like a, a baby. It's like clockwork. Oh, it's like, it's like, a, uh, God damn it, Cinderella. And instead of <laughs> like everything turning to a pumpkin, she just shits herself at minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that's like, and men men love when a woman's vulnerable. And what's more vulnerable than having just deep, just a faucet of shit? Yeah. Yeah. I quick aside about laxatives. I when I when I was young, I watched Dumb and Dumber right a lot. Uh And there's a scene where like you know uh, Lloyd, you know like Jim Carrey sabotages his friends Dave by giving him laxatives. And then, you know, he goes and shits in the toilet and the top of the toilet. It's, it's funny. Um, and I remember like, so you gave him a lax and I was like, Oh God, that must be like, that's like, they they must work real quick. Right. Um, and then I took a a laxative, like, like one, uh, day in college cause really stuffed up and that shit didn't work at all. Like the movie, I was like, oh, I can't wait for this shit later. It's going to feel great. I'm going to be cleared out. And it's like, I just had slightly like smoother shit. Yeah. Magnesium citrate. Now Quiet. That, Quiet that dog. I will get the juices flowing. <laughs> oh my God. That shit is like, you go there and you can get like lemon magnesium citrate, lemon flavored magnesium citrate. And it's like 98 cents. And they tell you to mix it with like water, right? It's like half, you can mix yeah. half, half a bottle with water or whatever, right? Depending on how stopped up you are. You drink it. Make sure you have nowhere to go. Like don't drink it before bed. Don't drink it before you. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You will never poop that much in your life. I was so stopped up. I was like, I need to. And my buddy's like, I love how I'm saying this on the pod. Who cares? Anyway, I'm fucking. <laughs> Whatever. No yeah, I love how we, we gradually, as all podcasts go towards, there's there's a pull, a magnetic pull towards shit discourse. Yeah, shit. And we're, we always have to like push ourselves away from it. But we, we've, we've fallen. Yeah. So I drank like half that thing of magnesium citrate or whatever. And it was like, all right, cool. Because I was like really stopped up. Waited like an hour. And there was like. Yep, time to go. And it was fucking off to the races. And it was like nine times I went to the bathroom within like five hours. Hell yeah. I was like clean completely. Yeah. Yeah. I think the danger with those is just getting dehydrated because you're losing liquids. Josh, see, um, this leads into like my my perfect home remedy for this. It's like you have diarrhea. Like you want to give yourself diarrhea? Just eat some diarrhea. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) Like just to complete the cycle and preferably yeah. your girlfriend or yours from the night before. Yeah. 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 Just keep it, keep it, let it stew for a bit. Come <laughs> the next day, munch, munch, put, munch, and then diarrhea the rest of the day. Put know? it into the hot uh-huh. drawer. That's your grim and happy's recipe. You know, when the stop, when you see blood, that's when you've gone a little too far. So <laughs> you let yourself reset a bit. Right. You'll get reconstipated, of course, because you're eating just like 150 grams of protein and a block of cheese every night. Um, and then <laughs> and once that comes back around, you just, you know, you, you give yourself some diarrhea, munch, munch, and then you eat whatever you want rest of the day because it's yes. coming out. Amazing. Cool. I think the next pivot for the pod should definitely be um, Red Scare uh, bulimia or anorexia talk. Right. Just but just for like. For guys, we should just like a, like a real manly way to do that. Yeah, right. Instead of like yeah. sticking our fingers in, our, oh, I want to look pretty. It's like no, I want to, I want to get jacked to shit. So I'm going to drink a bunch of magnesium citrate while at the gym and just yeah, shit every last ounce of liquid out of me, and I'll look <laughs> shredded. Like yeah. I'm going to go to the hospital, but I will look really good on the way there. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I thought you were going to say the like we should sell ISIS shirts too. <laughs> yeah. um They've been selling those for a minute. I Some, saw like a picture of them. I was like, you know what? Honestly, kind of stylish. Like, someone on the uh, someone on the t- old timeline said that they don't have extra smalls, which is like you know the target demographic is like girls with eating disorders or whatever. Like and guys so with bird chests. Huh? Guys with bird chests. Bird like chests. Bird chests, like hollow. Oh, like, yeah. You know. Like Brooklyn hipster type, like guys who are like, you know, look like a bug. Adam Friedland. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like, going yeah. for. Timothy Chalamet ass. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of like Winky. Yeah. Isn't a real man. 
Yeah. Oh no, he's no, he's definitely like you, you tell me. You tell me to look in those baby blues and not be like, I'd do anything for this for this dude right now. <laughs> no, I don't think uh, I don't think I've ever looked at Timothy Chalamet like that mm. or Adam Frieden like that, for instance. Mm. Well, that's that's why you know we're, we're you know it takes all all, all strokes. Anyway, um, do you guys want to talk about like bodega discourse? Like, oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So like yesterday was um, uh, like a great day for like Twitter discourse. And since that is the other thing we talk about here, um, uh, you know, it's it's all fun. But like it's a one uh, sort of section of it was about bodegas and New Yorkers being like just like on one end playfully kind of like dumb and like ignorant of outside of the city. And on the other hand being like, just like just fully arrogant overlords. Right. Um, uh, people like that. And then the other one is like, let's do the thing where we talk about how like any book that isn't about like, um, like, uh, uh, you know, like any book that isn't like hunger games or like divergent or whatever should be like thrown out of classrooms and burned. Um, and both of them got pretty produced some really great meltdowns out of them. Um, but the, uh, to me, the bodega one was funner in the sense that it didn't like make me angry. It was kind of just like, um, this woman being like, uh, where do people like, if you don't live in New York, like, and don't have a bodega, like, where do people go? Like, and I love her list of ingredients was like where do you get like two diet cokes and like a pack of m&ms and like paper towels like you're describing a dollar general like you're, you're describing a quick trip like uh, you know we can't yeah most of the time we can't walk to them but like those are all very mundane items like and it's like and someone is like oh it's a joke she's doing i'm like but like what's the joke like these like disparate items that you could literally get fucking anywhere or like is it is the joke not knowing about i mean because like i could get that but anyway it was funny the amount of people who actually responded back with dollar general yeah, that was very interesting like people yeah. were like fucking dollar general what the hell like yeah, you're like I, shit if you want to pack a smokes while you're at it fucking you know? Yeah, you can get smokes. You can get like I went to Dodgeville to get uh, to gay today to get like 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 Pepto Bismol and like a pack of like Pepsi Zero. Boom, <laughs> there you go. There I you can go. come up. Yeah. With them. you could get Christmas decorations there. You want a kettlebell? Yeah. You can get a kettlebell at Dollar General, dude. You can get fucking anything there. <laughs> yeah. And then someone, one of the people, was like uh, saying that they prefer like Dollar General over those like hoity toity fucking city folk bodegas well yeah it's probably cheaper like go to a family dollar all those uh, all those things you just listed off go to family dollar you get all of them for a dollar it's, yeah. it's legit it like it's for real like nothing over a dollar bro you go to a yeah. bodega what's two two things a diet coke costs like forty dollars i bet <laughs> yeah something ridiculous <laughs> yeah the book I, I will i agree with that i think the 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 bodega discourse was like it was funny because it was kind of like how culturally stupid like um, like New Yorkers are, right? It just kind of shows they're kind of dumb and, and they're like yeah. insular. And like, like, because like that tweet is like, you make fun of it, but I'm not like angry about it. Like, I'm not yeah, like, oh, this is like, yeah, because who cares? It's like, you know, it's fun. It, it's kind of like, I don't know, someone doing that, I feel like. Um, cause like we're, we all kind of like people can get cloistered up and then not know stuff. That's fine. Um, I think you're dumb if you can't Google Dollar general, but you know, whatever, right? Like it's fun. It's like, yeah, whatever. Um, but then like you, you just wait, right? Just anytime you make fun of like New York or like LA or something, just wait. Cause some Cretan's going to come crawling out of the gutter to be like, it's funny that people make fun of us when we fund their lifestyle. Like yeah. literally like we're, we're all our benevolent like overlords in the big cities. Oh, if, if without, without them, we'd have none of these good things. We should, you know, you know, I live in a donor state. It's like you're, you live in like, like a, a proximity to wall street. Like, like, do you know what, what's the donor state to New York, the entire global South, like shut the fuck up. 
Well, also, I mean, like New York is home to literally all the jobs that don't matter. Like, I, I just kind of I, yeah, I thought about that. Yeah. Like, it's like the people who just like look at fucking spreadsheets all fucking day and not contribute anything to society. The people who are paid to like look at a computer screen and um, I don't know, fucking type in one thing every three hours or a copywriter yeah. job or whatever. Right. Like the, those types of yeah. jobs. The yeah, ones the that person- actually. Yeah. at all so the person who tweeted the whole like uh you know i been uh, like new york as like this benevolent um uh the progenitor of the entire of the rest of america she was like she's like a blogger like she writes like articles about like sex toys and stuff which is like yeah which is like i like i'm not trying not to be like yeah yeah but it's not something that like what what I owe that to to you specifically because you write these like stuff for like BuzzFeed like I don't I don't get where that superiority mindset comes from at that point you're just saying the oligarchs who like suck up all the capital here like they're better than your oligarchs who suck up all the capital and then does don't they don't anyway um it's getting that's getting too far into it because like again that doesn't really it's like you know I'm not really gonna get mad over that because it's just like. Uh, oh, surprise, surprise. Certain people in New York are like completely full of shit and full of themselves. Color me shocked. Right. Um, but then the book discourse is a little more like like annoying because it's like just the like people, all all people who are like 38 to 46 saying like of mice and men is too hard to read. Yeah. Like saying like a hundred page novella is hard to read. Mm-hmm. Like someone being like. I had to read the Epic of Gilgamesh. It's like, it's less than 30 pages. They don't make you read the whole thing, honey. I know they don't. Yeah. I was in this like, well, there was a person that was talking about Moby Dick recently too. They were like, Moby Dick is a trash, like novel. And it's too like, okay, whatever. You know what? You can have an opinion. Your opinion's wrong, whatever. But all these people who say this, the the thing that like upset, like (laughs) the reason like me and Leia, like will shit talk these people all the time is because they fucking, um, will say shit like, Oh, Moby Dick is awful, blah, blah, blah. But then they'll like, they're, recommendation for a good book is like YA trash shit. You can like Jackson. Yeah. You can like YA shit. It's fine. Like who cares? Right. Like it's a cool, you know, whatever. But like when you only read YA shit, you're fucking reading like you're, you're not getting like a broad range of like books or literature that you're reading. Like I, I respect people who get a broad range of like literature. And even if they just read classic literature, Right. Like the greats, the quote unquote great literatures, that's still a very wide variety of perspectives. Right. Now, they typically yeah. will fall into like, you know, like a white male perspective or whatever. You know, you can talk about that to the, the fucking cows come home, but you're still getting like, you know, OK, oh, this this is considered a literature classic. This is an American writer and a British author, uh, you know, name it. Right. Like different. Yeah different things but like ya's or ya perspectives are all just like this fucking like and it turns out this this androgynous man fell in love with a he's a he's a troubled androgynous byronic hero man who fell in love with this girl who is the best at everything and will always be the best at everything or it's it's like magic blood or something you know they're all those stories yeah they're they're kind of like um across the series, they kind of take the same concepts and repackage them. Like it's usually going to be like a message about like, um, whatever, like having internal, which is like, I'm not like not saying those messages aren't like, I guess good. It's just, but they're, they're all magic challenging. Blood. They're all magic like, blood stories. I've, I've that's uh, you true. know, even of all the YA books I've ever read, it's always been like, and this unsuspecting normal person was great because of their blood. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. They have like the elder blood in them. Um, yeah. Like, um, but they're not like, yeah, but these themes aren't really like communicated in a challenging way, nor do they like kind of break out of like the, the same, same themes. Like, reading something like Moby Dick or whatever, you can, if you take anything from it, you might be like, well, this is kind of like the prose I'm not big into or whatever, like, which I'm not saying like plenty of classics, like, or stuff I've looked at or read. I've been like, well, I, I kind of wouldn't read this again, but there are things to take from it that are like 
valuable. And even if you read something you wouldn't personally read on your own, like you can still like that doesn't matter. Like I think a lot of this is why well, wouldn't read this outside of a classroom? Well, that doesn't that literally doesn't matter. Like you have that's great. You have personal time. You can read that on your own if you so want it to. Also, these books are like public use. So it's like way cheaper to have them than to like try to like do the other thing. I'm be- also, Moby Dick, just like as a, I feel like as a piece of art is just, um, it's incredible. Even if you don't like the book, I think you can, if you're not like absolutely brain dead, you can find value in it. Like even if you don't want to read it and you say it's too long or boring or whatever. Yeah. There's parts where I was bored and stuff. I still powered through it. I still read it. And I, I came away and was like, wow, you know, I'm not going to recommend that book to everyone, but I think that that book was, it's an incredible work of art. You know, it's like one of those, it's, it's one of those types of things where, where when you, after you read it, you go, okay, even if I didn't like that completely, it's still like blew me away. You know, I still recognize it as like a work of genius or something. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. More audio, more visual jokes for the podcast. (laughs) Ones that even Josh and I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> the anyway, ultimate uh, joke. Yeah. <laughs> I think we reached the stopping point, fellas. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Stop recording. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. See you. Yep. See you. <laughs>